Welcome to the RCCF Podcast. I'm Phil Forrester, owner of Rock City Complete Fitness, which is the home of Rock City CrossFit. With me today is the 2022 Fittest Man in Arkansas, Mr. Adam Dykus. Our resident expert on old people, Mr. Nick Holder. Hello, hello. <laughs> and we welcome back certified Titleist Performance Institute coach, Lori Webb. Hello. Welcome, Lori. Now, I know that in the last podcast, I teased that this episode would be the origin story for our CCF. But so many good things happened at towards the end of 23.3 that we just felt compelled to wrap it up in a podcast and give everybody a chance to see or hear what, we'll talk about a little bit about what happened. So this week we are going to recap 23.3, set the stage for the quarterfinals, and then wrap up today with a more in-depth discussion around Lori Webb and the offering from uh, Titleist Performance Institute and what she's doing with golf fitness. Yes. All right. So, but, but, before we do that, we got to shout out our sponsor. Yes, sir. Here's our sponsor, Trailblazer Roasting Company. Yes. Sipping on the coffee right now. They're a family-owned local business located right here in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, they're an artis- artisan small batch coffee roasting company specializing in bringing high quality specialty grade coffee to customers. Man, I'm yeah. in. Oh, we got to buy it. Um, <laughs> and they still have the promo code. They do. Yeah, they offer it, but but they offer a single origin blend. They got decaf, and now offering the new compo- compostable. Compostable. That means you can put it in a compost pile. That's I right. I think that's mm-hmm. what that means. I always want to say decompostable. Decomposed. I know. Yeah. Uh, to remove all that plastic from the Keurig process, so that's a that's a good good offering. And to Nick's point, remember that they are offering for the month of March when you order from the website and put in the code RCCF, you get ten percent off the entire order all through the month of March. So get on the website trailblazerroasting.com to see all the coffee selections, make your selection, get it shipped to you, and make sure that you. Get, get the code, get the 10% off. Look for the link in the show notes. Uh, click out from there and you can get straight to the website. So let's wrap up 23.3 and the overall 2023 CrossFit Open. And Nick, I'm actually going to start with you. You were hesitant as you went into 23.3. How did it end for you and what? where did you land in your final standing? You were sweating it just a little bit. I was, and I was sweating it actually up until 7 p.m. on Monday night. Uh, I finished right at over 90%, uh, slightly over. Had about 200 people maybe to spare. Uh, I did redo it. Yep. I redid it on Sunday uh, with Adam. Had a great support from the Rock City family uh, right before we did a little uh, crawfish bowl. And uh, Unfortunately, I had a faster tie break, but I ended up with the exact same number of handstand push-ups. So at the end of the day, I felt like I had maximized my potential and 15 reps was my number. That's your number. Uh, I went out to a little different strategy. I actually came off the first round uh, slightly slower, got to the barbell, the 135, roughly at the same time, moved that a little faster, got to the wall a little quicker. Same reps. Yeah. And we went at it with uh, open with two instead of threes and then went to singles and just, if you would have told me at 12 reps, I would not get more than 15. I would have said, you're crazy the way I felt. But those last three, it's just, and you just start resting too much between the time. Maxed but out. 
But I was happy. I mean, at the end of the day, I wanted to make quarterfinals, and um, we did. So, okay. But before we go on, I have to say this. Oh, boy. Before, when the workout was released, he goes, he says, you know what? I think it'd just be better if there was 15. <laughs> Why can't that number just be fifteen instead of twenty? Instead yeah. of twenty, there. I did, I did. And maybe, maybe that had a little bit to no, do. I with just planted the seed in planted, his head. Yeah, man. Or, or I maybe just know my true capacity, oh. and if I would have just did fifteen. I don't know. I don't know if Lori agrees with that either. But <laughs> we'll right. move on. But uh, overall, I, it was a good open, and I'm happy with the going to the, the next outcome. step. It's all, right. it's all that matters. All right, Lori. What about you? You were uh, trying to take advantage and, and go after it again so I what did. happened yes i did and i was able to get four more reps is that right yes mm-hmm. so six of the nine in the 125 snatch so i'm happy with that you know it's one of those workouts where you look at it on paper and you're like oh i got this but kind of with all open workouts they're just sneaky mm-hmm. tough yeah so. did you learn anything through that process that you're going to take with you and you're going to the quarters right you made yes made yes the cut. i did yes yeah, I'm learning with this open. I have a tendency of wanting to do big sets, even though people advise me not to. <laughs> Sometimes I still feel like I can still do that. So I am now learning that I cannot, that a lot of times the best strategy is to break it more often. But that doesn't mean that I can stand on the ground and take a break. It just means I break it and get right back up. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, keep moving. So as you yes. approach the... the uh the quarterfinals, maybe you'll apply a little bit of that strategy. Yes, absolutely. Do a little better job. Yes, cool. You can do big sets. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you should. Should, should. right, do right. Big sets. Exactly. And I learned that lesson too. Yeah. So let's talk. Well, about hang on, real quick. <clears throat> where did you finish worldwide? Uh, in my age group in the world, I finished eighty fourth. Okay. Yes. Wow. That is amazing. Eighty fourth in the world. Now, what's your age group range? Forty to forty four. Forty forty four. Fantastic. Well done. Thank you. That is awesome. Congratulations. That's big time. Thank you. All right, Adam. So when we last talked, you had already done 23.3 and Mm -hmm. didn't finish it. So let's talk about what you did. You were committed and said, yes, absolutely. So what happened? Yeah. Well, um, kind of to Lori's point, I could have – I I did big sets Thursday night on the strict handstand push-ups. I knew that was um, a mistake, but – uh, I, I approached it a little bit differently. I went at it um, kind of like thinking about 80% effort through the whole workout and then at that last 225 barbell, giving it everything I had. And I ended up finishing the workout, 1113. Wow. And the, the, the cool part for me was moving 225 six times in under a minute. Which is crazy. I've never done that before, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know what I don't know what happened. <laughs> but um, we didn't either. It when was... I hit that first rep, I was like, okay, I, I'm I'm about to finish this thing. And literally going in, I was like, I, I would like one rep at at two twenty five. And then I hit that first one. I was just like, Well, might as well just go for all of them. And um but yeah, I breaking up the smaller sets, the strict, I think it saved me. I even broke up my double unders. Um, somebody, a good friend of mine called me, um, Sunday and she was like, Hey, what do I need to do for this workout? I need, I think I can finish it. And she didn't even get to the last barbell. And I was like, look, break up your strict and break up your dubs, you know, and just save, save the shoulders. And that's what I did. And, uh, it, it, it paid off. So that's, I was happy you with You kind of mirrored Noel's <laughs> reps, right? On, you went four sets of five on the strict. Yeah, I went, yeah. 
four sets of five, and I actually rest. I got to the last barbell probably, I don't know, a minute later than I did on Thursday night. No, no. Like oh, no, no. Like it was 20, about 30. 20 to 30 okay, seconds. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I broke up my I broke up my last double unders in, into three sets. Yes. You know, I tripped on the I, – I was going to do two. I tripped with nine to go, and I was like, well, I'm just going to walk over, take my time, get my belt, you know, chalk up, hit these last nine, and get on the bar. Yeah, you started and, walking over to me because I had your belt, and I was like, what is he doing? He's not done. He still has nine more to go. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's just like, why rush that nine? Well, and if you know? I told him right before he went that I listened about – people were saying how you get so amped up on trying to hit that lift. And Thursday night, he was so channeling the crowd. And you almost have to do the opposite. You have to go calm, collected. And I kind of told him, treat it like you're almost trying to hit a PR in the gym by yourself. And just kind of bring everything down. And then when he hit the first one, I panicked because he started going back to the barbell right immediately. Away. And I was yeah. like, oh, gosh. I, I think on Thursday, I, on Thursday if, I, if I had hit that first rep, yeah, I'd probably finish it too. But it, failing a rep, it's always going to get in your head a little sure. bit. And what's crazy was I was in here Tuesday or Wednesday – just three days after, and I was snatching 205, and I failed a few. I, like, I could not physically. I, it was all I had. And I was like, I just hit this six times like th- uh, three days ago. It's just crazy how it all works. But, uh, yeah, just just I was really proud of myself and, you know, proud of the people around me for helping me. So, so uh, where did you end up in the standings for the Open? So I finished 107th in the world, um, which was my best Open finish ever. Last year was 900. Or eight ninety five, and then this year it was a hundred and seven. And where does that place you in the re, in the in our region, where the west, the north, the North American West region? Twenty fifth. Okay. So, kind of, I've been telling people this, like going into the open, I was like, man, I hope I make quarter or semifinals, and now I'm kind of expected to, and it's it's kind of like you got to play around with that a little bit, you know, you got to be careful because you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself. Um, but somebody made a good point to me the other day, like. The open this year was predominantly heavy. I mean, we lifted a heavy barbell twice, and that's typically not good for me. But um, somehow, some way, I still finished 25th in the region. And so, you know, top 60 in the quarterfinals move on to the semis, and I'm, I'm looking to do that. I okay. think your lifts were some of the more impressive part of your, yeah. your open. Yeah. Not really some of the scores, you know. And, and yeah. so if you – top 25 in the region all you have to do is be top 60 mm-hmm. after quarters so right it gives, i think it gives you good confidence and it's it's right. so workout driven too and i just feel like some of those weren't quite your perfect jam i mean right. I think no what, I, I especially the snatch one but somebody texted me something the other day and i just kind of want to say something because I was talking about uh, – it was a good friend of mine, Aaliyah Miller, mm-hmm. and I was – we were texting back and forth, and we were like – you know, because she made a semi last year, and she was, she texted me and was like, you know, congratulations, you did amazing this year. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm a little nervous going mm-hmm. into quarters because I kind of expect to make it now, and I don't want to – I'm putting too much pressure on myself. Like, I got to have fun. And she said something to me that really stuck out. She said um, – she said, you've earned the right to have the confidence – she mm-hmm. said, the outcome doesn't determine the amount of effort you put in. The amount of effort you put in will move you toward the outcome. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool that she mm-hmm. said that because she's, she's nervous too. I mean, sure. she made it. When you make it once, you're kind of expected to make it again. I mean, um, but it's just cool that she said that. I thought that was really profound, and I, I wanted to share that. So. 
Well, and, you know, to me, that what we just went through was, was a form of a test of your fitness. And then it's going to get even more detailed. And trusting your fitness is really all it kind of has to rely to. And just know that you've been putting in the work to make the next stage. Yeah. And, and the rest is kind of out of your control at that point. Yeah. Well, and I think it was interesting because when you started the Open this year, you almost took a more relaxed approach, mm-hmm. knowing yeah. that you really were fighting for the quarters. Sure, yeah. And so placement wasn't as valuable to you mm-hmm. as you talked about it. It was, look, I'm, I just, I'm not worried about it. Right then, this was yeah. a month before That's the true. Open. That's a great yeah. point. And, and look where you finished. And, and that I think your eyes were opened after twenty three point one. Where you did well, you ranked well, yeah. you were now measuring yourself, and, and there was an awareness that I think you've progressed through over three over the three weeks mm-hmm. of just how possible this is. Yeah. How real this is right. starting to become. Right. I think that's a good point. You know, I have to stay relaxed and, and, and I was relaxed for the most part on sure. on every workout. Um but I'm gonna tell you guys right now, when when the when the timer starts, everything that I've, all the pressure, all the, it'll just go away. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, fitness is fitness mm-hmm. because I did a, I did a workout the other day, yesterday actually. And, you know, I was, I was nervous for it cause it just wasn't good for me. But when that clock starts, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit now about going into the quarters. So first of all, for folks that aren't familiar with the process, walk through it and then, and then take a minute to talk about your approach to it as you tackle that sort of weekend of, of fitness. So uh, the quarterfinals, they will release, CrossFit will release two workouts on Thursday at 2 o'clock. And you have till Friday at 2 that's o'clock. that's the 16th? And that's the 16th, 16th yeah, okay. yeah. May 16th. Um, March. March. I'm sorry, yeah, March 16th. Um, you have till – they release two workouts on Thursday at 2. You have till Friday at 2 to submit them. And you can do them as many times as you want, but theoretically, you're only you going to want to do them. Hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, they release another one. You have till Saturday to do it. And then, the, and then Saturday, they release one or two more. Uh, last year, they released all of them at the, at the same time. This year, they're just going to do one or two at a time. So you don't really know the rest of the workouts. Mm-hmm. So you submit them, um, and then basically you look at the leaderboard, yeah. see where you're at, at after every workout. And so my approach to – um, that week, like next week, I will, I will take Monday, Tuesday, pretty chill Wednesday. I'll do a little bit of something, you know, maybe get on a bike, go for a run or something like that. And then Thursday's go time. Yeah. Now each one is judged by an official judge, right. Yep. but also videotaped because anybody that is eligible to go to then the semifinals mm-hmm. has to submit right. a video that yeah. validates the score that you submitted to qualify. Yeah, I, I will have two videos running uh, because we've had trouble with um, one video. But, yes, you have to video it. You have to submit it. Um, and then a, a judge from CrossFit HQ looks at it. They're like, all right, this guy's legit. Or he's not, whatever. There's a no rep there. So, basically, step number one, run a clean race. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be – I will no rep myself if I feel like and at this stage now. If I'm at the gym by myself on a Monday, I ain't, I ain't no rep myself. <laughs> but at this stage in the quarterfinals, you know, I'm definitely – if that, that wall ball doesn't hit that line and my judge gives me the rep, I'm like, I'm going to do an extra one just in case. Because I've had a buddy who literally did two no reps on a wall ball one year, and they deducted his time by 30 seconds for two wall balls. And that's like four seconds. 
Yeah, and it's like four, you yeah. know. So, I mean, that's – you, you want to run a clean race. That's step number one. But, yes, you do have to video it no. and submit it Something and all that Something I heard it was interesting. I don't know if you saw it. Brooke Wells, she redid 23.3 because when she went back and watched her video, she counted that she only did 49 dubs twice. Yeah. So she went back and redid it, and her time was two seconds slower, which is exactly pretty much yeah. two dubs. But the but, way they do it, it's like, oh, we're going to give you a 20-second penalty. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, that. and that's and, the right. I mean, it's they're saying, we kind of caught you, so here's your penalty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. But so this year, like to your point, last year you could choose right. the order of workouts you wanted to Correct. do. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's a good and point. And so you said, hey, this is my strength. This is my weakness. Yeah, so I last wanna... year we, we did the strength first right. because, you know, you, you're fresh. Right. Well, this year they're like, all right, we're only going to show you two yeah, on you, Thursday. And you don't know what's coming Friday. And you don't know what's coming for the next three or maybe even four. I don't know. There might be six workouts. I don't know. I mean, but, I yeah. I like that. Only I like it too. I really you do. You can do those two in any order, but for the most part, every athlete will be doing them somewhat in the same order. Yes. Yeah. So – Nick, Lori, you guys are approaching the quarters, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to make an assumption. There's not necessarily the pressure of an expectation <laughs> to get to the semis. Well, probably for – I mean, Lori, Lori has a shot. She, well, she has a more realistic chance in the fact that she was 83rd in the world, okay. and she has to be top th- – yes. well, so sorry, I, go ahead. No, you're fine. So I ended 27th in the region, okay. mm-hmm. um, and there, which doesn't – it's – can't talk. Adam, they take per region, okay. top 60 or 30 female, 30 male. Uh, for us for older, wiser, right. yes, it is the world. So uh, you have to be top 30 in the world. Okay. So I'd have to move from 84th down. To now inside la- the 30th. Yes. Now last year, the Open, I finished 183rd, I believe, and then mm. moved up to 80th after quarterfinals. So it was a big jump. Okay. So really, well, And it resets. It's just yes. a measuring tool to say, hey, I was 83rd in the world after the Open, so potentially I can move a 50 spots. But really, it could be the perfect workouts right. that you are now the top 30 just from based on those that test of fitness. Right. Yeah. Now, we, ours is the March 31st through the 2nd. We have uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They give the old people only three days of fitness. But I don't we're, think it's as many workouts. Though. Well, we're hoping it's only four, but Adam thinks it could be five. And I'm like, well, they wouldn't do that, would they? Give us less days and same number, or who knows? What did we have last year? I we had five. Yeah, that's oh why I said five. Oh, boy. <laughs> we did five in three days? Yes. Oh, boy. Well, technically, they, get, they say we have three days. Right. Technically, it's but they released them on Thursday. Thursday. Released thir- ours, Thursday. Yeah. Ours aren't. Oh, they're not? No, it says Friday. It's it's 24 hours later. Oh. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Right. In theory, you would think we would have less. Okay. But maybe you get six, we get four. And so when is yours? This, yours is the week it's after? Two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks so after. March 31st through April 2nd. Okay. Th- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. And, um, yeah, we'll see. We're, it's, and it's the same exact deal. We got a video, and it, it was fun. You know, to me... A personal goal is just to make that. I was t- t- top 2,000 in right. 40 to 44. She was 83rd. I mean, it's a big range, but just to make that stage uh, across the world is kind of cool. Yeah. And then just set your goals and, uh, you know, kind of to the point of highlighting the Open as a whole, I think it's always good to go back and look at those weeks and just review your fitness level and see weakness and strengths and what you want to work on. And... Um, you know, I actually listened to uh, uh, Adrian Bosman and Pat Sherwood. He did a podcast, and um, it was kind of neat. His summary of the Open, his goal, his broad scope going into the three weeks, he had sticky notes. He said he wanted something old, 
something new, and something heavy. That was his first broad spectrum. And then he started something old was the repeat, and then he highlighted that because we didn't have a repeat, he wanted to. And then the something new was the show runs and the burpee pull-ups. And then, obviously, something heavy was the heavy so thruster. something that I like about Boz that – and I like Dave Castro. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Dave hater, but – uh, something I do like about Boz is he is really big on, I don't care really how much you can lift when you're fresh. Mm-hmm. I want to see what you can do when you're not. Yes. And that to me will always, it, it'll always benefit me more when that, is, that kind of workout is, is presented. Well, he also said he was, he knew pretty much the world was expecting thrusters. The world was not expecting a heavy thruster. Right. Yeah. One rep. Yeah. He said, for, and this is a great comparison, me versus you doing heavy thrusters in like an ascending format, like if it was in a workout and the barbell got heavier like the snatch. You can move 185 thruster. The average person cannot. So let's spin it and go, okay, well, to be fair, just give you five minutes and you show me what you have after a workout and I'll show you what I have. And yeah. it's measurable based on your skill level. So there's separation. And I thought that was kind of cool, just his outlook and the way he looked into it. Uh, he, his favorite workout was the shuttle run burpee pull-up. Mm-hmm. He thought the modality of those two single things, that is, he says, and this is interesting, the only other time in the open that we've had two body weight movements, do you know, remember, remember what it was? Wall walks, double unders. Mm-hmm. Every other time we've touched a barbell, a dumbbell, there's been a box, there's something else mixed in with it. This is the first time that you're basically just moving your body for a time domain. Yeah. And uh, he actually played with it of just being five and ten every time mm-hmm. for rounds. And he said the problem was when you get to the elite level, there would be no – every like Adam could probably do ten rounds of that and keep it within two or three seconds a round. But you start increasing the burpee pull-ups, and there would be more separation. So it was just kind of – and he said that he loved it from the whole community of CrossFit. No one was ever going to pretty much fail one rep. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then he highlighted like a guy who is efficient at 25 to 30 pull-ups. Doesn't matter. You're yeah. doing one at a time. Yeah. So that, that whole, the way their vision was for this first three weeks with the bonus of the four score, I thought was perfect. Mm-hmm. And then to really get spicy as they get to the quarterfinals. Yeah. But just, you know, to, to be it all inclusive. And I think from the foundations, this was the first time that I can remember that I thought the community of CrossFit was starting to get back to what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and speaking, we had we have a boot camp group that was doing the foundations, and some actually even did the, the um, scaled versions, but it was all doable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a belief that if they attacked it, if they could do it, they participated. Um, we had great participation. And... Um, it was a really good experience, I think, for a lot of people. And that's where he even he, – he had like four or five old open workouts mm-hmm. that he was going to choose from for the repeat. And he got to that one because, one, he thought it was one of the best tests of fitness as far as a group of movements. But he knew everybody could row and everybody could do a toes-to-bar. You might not do 50, but you're going to be able to get reps, even if you have to go singles. And then the wall balls was fairly easy. And then it's just about – Did he tell – did he say what the other ones were? Yeah, he, he – uh, the – Seven ring muscle ups into 50 wall balls into 100 dubs was an option. And then he also liked the uh, handstand push ups cleans at 185, 125 for girls. It was like you do three handstand yeah, yeah. push ups, three cleans, right. and it kept ascending. ascending. He just thought the problem was, was the weight, it wasn't great. That's where he ended up 
he, when he starts laying them out about how they affect each other, then you get to 23.3, he said it was perfect because the weight was fairly doable for most, and at least people knew they could go as best as they could for six minutes. Then the more better CrossFitter, elite CrossFitter, could maybe get to the nine-minute range, and then right. he said there is he knew for a fact there would be only a few of even the elite to finish the workout mm -hmm. because a lot of guys cannot move 225 under fatigue. And his whole point was to break your shoulders down. Yeah. And they, uh, Pat said, well, did you ever think about doing kipping handstand push-ups?" And he said, I did, but strict is going to allow people to really shine in their fitness. And he said, the problem also with kipping, you get someone trying to do high volume and fast, it risks injury. Yeah. For neck sure. injury and I was like oh, I've been there yeah, yeah so he thought strict as much people don't like him it's just another separator yeah so um, so so going forward guys what we'll do is we'll check in after the quarters yep right kind of get a recap of what yep. happened how it's going to go and uh, we'll check back in on the podcast <clears throat> it'll be fun it does. so congratulations to all you guys and everybody that that did the uh, the CrossFit Open this year uh, I enjoyed it I think the, the gym enjoyed it the community enjoyed it we, we capped it off with a fantastic crawfish boil that was awesome uh yeah. we and for those that don't know we had a our gym <laughs> split into three teams of intramural open and uh the captains of the losing teams had to do an ice bath on at the crossfit boil so they <laughs> and the winning teams did and it the winning team good did sportsmanship it, do, do it, doing yeah. it well so yeah, if you didn't true. see it on our website or our uh facebook page go look for that was it cool. you'll be able to see that so well, thanks, guys, for uh, the conversations about the Open. We're looking forward to seeing your, your success yeah. in the quarters. Yeah. Let's go. So, Lori, let's talk a little bit about golf. Okay. So you are, and we teased a little bit last week, but talk to me about this certification that you got and what you're intending or wanting to do with it. Mm -hmm. So my intent is just to build a better athlete, a better golfer um, in the gym. So like we talked about last time, everybody has their swing coach. They have all of those components, but a lot of people are lacking that fitness component. So that's where I come in. And when I got my certification, um, there's a lot, it covers a lot. And, you know, the characteristics of your golf swing and how to assess someone, run them through all the tests to look for things. And so it can be a little overwhelming. Um, and so I am the fitness portion of this. There's also a medical portion, which is your chiropractors, people like that. Um, I'm the fitness. So I'm here in the gym. We're here to make you more powerful, more explosive, build your endurance, more mobility, a little bit more stability, things like that. So I'm never looking at your golf swing because that's not what I'm here for. I'm looking at how your body moves and how we can make it more efficient and a little bit better. So the the certification is through the Titleist Performance Institute. Yes. So to speak a little bit about, that's a really recognizable brand, is it not? It is, yes. So when, as soon as somebody sees that my TPI or just TPI, they're going to know that it's legit. Yeah. For lack of a better it's word. It's the best. I mean, yeah. it's the premier brand of golf. Mm -hmm. So our plan is really threefold. We've got, well, twofold, well, three. First is you, you're offering an assessment, just mm -hmm. a one-time come in, let me take a look at you, and from there I can give you some feedback and recommendations. So speak a little bit about the assessment itself. Yes, so when you come in for your screening, if you will, or assessment, I'm going to run you through these tests, 
don't worry, they are fun and simple. And then from there, I plug that into a real fun app that I have. I think everything's drive by apps these days, aren't they? Mm -hmm. um, and then that kind of shoots us out where we need to start. You know, if it's a pelvic rotation, you're limited in that. Or if you're limited in your glute strength, something like that, that kind of helps us know where to get started. Um, and then it kind of gives us a handicap of your fitness. Like we have our handicap in golf, now mm -hmm. we have your handicap in, in your fitness. Um, and then we can create a, a game plan there. Um, but another cool offering here is that we're doing a class. Right. So if you go ahead. Yeah. So that's kind of phase two, right? So the yep. first hurdle is let's get a snapshot of you mm -hmm. kind of in your current state. Yes. And then from the assessment, you'll get feedback as to what you need to work on. Mm -hmm. And so rather than just say, here, this is what you need to work on, knock yourself out. <laughs> right. um, we want to, we want to help you there. Yes. So we've got two positions. One is we're going to add a class at Rock City Complete Fitness on Tuesdays, starting Tuesdays, from five from 6.30 to 7.15. We can extend to uh, 7.30 potentially if we need to from a time perspective, but it's really 45 minutes to an hour. So talk a little bit about the class itself and the structure of it. Mm -hmm. So the class, and we had this past week, and it was went really well. Um, we're going to spend a lot of time on mobility and then also we're going to do some drills. We're going to work on your strength. We're going to work on um, that explosiveness. So we're going to do some wall ball things. We're going to do some just on your left side and your right side so that we work on more of that balance work also. Um, and we're going to change it up. So this we had this past week, we had some different thing. We had some 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. We had a strength movement. Um, it's not necessarily going to be structured the same every single time. We're going to make sure we hit where we need to. Also, when I see who's in the class, I can kind of tailor that to them as well. Uh, because when we do that first assessment or screening and it gives us our information or the data comes back, it can be overwhelming. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm here for is to break that down and help you. Um, and so, so, Go ahead. Is it kind of like a boot camp kind of style? Like cross, it's not CrossFit movements, but... You're, you're working on some stuff that we're, people are going to do or be comfortable with or have seen before. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so there will be box jumps in there okay. um, unless there's a reason why you don't want to leave the floor, and then we'll modify that. But, yes, it is a lot like CrossFit and Boot Camp to the fact that we can modify everything to your fitness level currently, to your golf game currently, and then how to make that better. That it all leads back to the golf swing. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, I used to get made fun of from my golfing buddies when I started CrossFit and how CrossFit hurt my golf game. What hurt my golf game was not playing golf. Mm -hmm. CrossFit as a whole and all my fitness level, when I go out from my mobility to my strength, 100% affected my better golf game. Yeah, I, yeah. It's just a game like when I was going to the range and not working out, it obviously helped my golf game. But the CrossFit did not ever hurt it. People say, oh, you can't be a golfer and have big muscles. That's not true. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones who don't want to have fitness. Well, and I think I think the current crop of of golfers is is turning that over, yes. you know, or, or changing that mindset for sure. Which I think is part of what's motivated you mm -hmm. to want to take it. Look, this is a specialty. So why why did you choose golf? Why why step into that arena? So it's it's bridging the gaps. Um, my passion is in fitness and health and wellness, and then my family is a family of golfers, and so I wanted to bridge that gap. Uh, my daughter is actually a very talented golfer. She signed D1 um, to play in college next year, so that's exciting. Uh, she's, she's but don't good. get me wrong, she's still my child, so... What I tell her she doesn't want mom's go. coaching. Exactly, right. it's like right. the cobbler's. You just whispered in my ear, and then I'll tell her what to do. <laughs> yes, and it'll yes, work. Exactly. Right. Yes, no, she does great. 
But I wanted to bridge that gap, and I saw that there was such a need for it um, out there. So I wanted to help. Can you get me to shoot under 100? I cannot make any promises. There are no guarantees. <laughs> I've seen your golf swing. No, no. The answer is no. Hey, you're here, super strong. First of all, I need to keep it where Adam is not great at everything. So currently I have a very I'm good I'm not allowed to take the class. No, no, you can. You're still not going to be able to beat me for a while. Let me just have my little glory for a little right. bit. So the third option, so we do have class, but then if you can't make it on Tuesday night, and then we're hoping to add a Thursday as, as demand, increases and, and and if we need to then you're also offering personal training correct yes that's yeah. when we can really dive deep deep dive however you want to say it um, into exactly where we need to concentrate on you well and you can build a rhythm right mm -hmm. so you have an assignment or you engage then you get feedback and then you keep adding to it mm -hmm. so you'll get to know that particular golfer that athlete what they can do, what they can't do, and make sure that your coaching is in alignment with what their objectives are. Correct. And it needs to be measurable. I mean, just like right. what we do in CrossFit, anything in fitness needs to be measurable. Mm -hmm. So then we want to come back six weeks later or whatever time frame we agree upon and do the assessment again and see where we're increasing and how your golf game is increasing. Or maybe Correct. your swing speed is you know, faster. Is there like homework or anything they take home or take to the range or anything you kind of give them? Yes, I can give it? them exercises and stretches to do at home. They can tell me if they want 15 minutes, 30 minutes, what they want. Cool. Great. And then I'll tailor it to them. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, there'll be a link in the show notes to get more information about the golf programs. It goes straight to a, a information page and what Lori's doing, what the offers are and how to get in touch with us to raise your hand and say, yeah, I want to take a look at this and see if it would help us. So we're excited about it, Lori. Yes, I am too. And uh, we'll see how this unfolds. So, well, guys, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for recapping the Open, talking a little bit about golf. Next week, next podcast, I will, uh, Lori and I, my wife, Lori uh, Forrester, and I are going to uh, give you the origin story. So between our recap of the quarters, you guys are going to get an understanding of what the heck we were thinking when we pulled this It's a great story. So, story. so we'll, uh, we'll get that uh, recorded and pushed out so everybody can understand what we're doing. So once again, Nick, Adam, Lori, thanks so much for coming on the RCCF podcast. Take care.